Cure for What Ails You by Ifeth Lotala. I've struggled with depression for most of my life. Anxiety crept in as I neared 40. I figured it made sense. I'm a type A leaning individual nearing middle age with the pressures of home, career, and kids. Isn't this what everyone goes through? I decided not to worry about it too much. That is, until the day I thought I was dying and realized that this level of anxiety was not okay and was not sustainable. It turns out I was having an anxiety attack. Once I recovered from it, I knew with so much conviction and urgency that leaving some key life lessons for my children was the most important thing I could do with my days left on earth. Lessons that had taken me a lifetime and much anguish to learn. Lessons about listening to your intuition and following your own path. The importance of freedom and loving yourself at all costs. It was February 2018 when I started to write. It felt so good knowing that I was doing what was most in my heart to do. I was listening to the call and I was doing my work. And then life reminded me of its demands. Bills to be paid, kids to care for, and businesses to run. So I put the writing aside until a better time. But I did not find a better time. The years passed and my anxiety grew. Surely it was because my plate was so full. There was no way I could start writing until I whittled down my to-do list. Maybe I could work a whole lot, make a bunch of money, and take a couple of months off to knock out my book. Yeah, that's what I'd do. But the months dragged on. The bunch of money never arrived, and the time was never made. Fast forward to March 2020. My three young kids and husband were suddenly home 24-7, and I had less time for myself than I ever imagined was even possible. Now I had a valid excuse not to write. How could I? I would have to wait until the short quarantine period was over when things were back to normal. Well, let's just say things did not go that way. As the novelty of quarantine wore off and reality set in, my anxiety and resentment came back with a vengeance. Am I ever going to get to do what I want to do? Will I even recognize it when the time comes? I found myself snapping at the kids and having barely enough energy to make it through the day. I would meditate to find answers and the only message I would get was to write and do my work. I would scoff and think, can't my higher self and the angels see that we're in a worldwide pandemic? (laughs) Perhaps they didn't get the memo. But the nagging feeling persisted. Was it going to take another anxiety attack or mental breakdown before I committed to my writing? I knew I couldn't continue to live like this. I knew I needed a miracle, a change in perspective. I stopped giving so much airtime to my excuses, stopped telling myself that it was impossible, and asked myself how could I make it possible for me to write my book. I researched articles, watched YouTube videos, and came up with a plan to write a thousand words a day. I told my family that I'd be going off to write from 2 to 4 p.m. every day, right after the school day was over. It felt weird at first. I felt so guilty. What if they needed me? Shouldn't I be putting them first? I had to physically leave my house so that I would not give in to the urge to do housework or start dinner early. If I stayed home, I would still be in mommy mode and unable to focus. Once I finally sat down at our local socially distanced coffee shop, an unfamiliar wave of peace washed over me before I had even written a single word. I did it. I made time. I said yes to the call. I honored that little voice inside of me, the nudge of my spirit. 
I gave gratitude for myself and began to write. I have no idea if what I wrote that day or that week was any good. But more and more, when I returned home, I was energized, at times even singing. I was more present with my kids and didn't drag through the evening. I had done my work. Everything on top of that was gravy. I had no reason to be resentful of my kids and their needs. They were not stopping me from doing anything. I was telling myself what I could and could not do, and they were just playing along. We created a new routine where I wrote multiple times a week and even more on the weekends. Eventually, they would see me off by saying, Happy writing, Mommy! We all soon realized that if I started getting snappy, anxious, or irritated, it was time for me to go write, or at the very least, have time for my soul. They encouraged me to do it. They were all in support of it, because they all saw how my taking care of my needs made everyone happier. All this time, I was putting myself last to serve my kids, but it was becoming clear to me that taking care of myself was the best thing I could do for them. Unknown to me, I was doing even more than that. One day, a small rectangular package arrived by Amazon. My 10-year-old son asked excitedly, Is that your book, Mommy? Grateful pause. What a feeling to know that my kids believed in my dreams and my work so much that it was already real and tangible to them. What an example I was setting for my children to make time for their dreams and goals. I thought doing less work would be the cure for my anxiety, but I was wrong. Doing my work was. Thank you.